We Like Dota is brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yold Raven, Ninja Skulls, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowboy, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandor, Modster, Icebug, Spangoon, Titus and Dormadon, Dank, Xynotion, Dolly Chef, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Kruger, Javila to Play, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcap, That Charlie, Justin, Zach, Yanni, and Darkstorm Dola. We Like Dota, episode 362, starts now. Hello and welcome to We Like Dota, episode 362. My name is Arian, aka 2K. I have the joy of being your host on this wonderful Sunday evening. I am joined by my co-host, Charlene. Hello, Arian. Hello, Internet. Hey, what's up, Charlene? And uh, Sam Trilling. What's up, dude? Yo, what's going uh, on, Arian? This is kind of a sad occasion that we're gathering here for this intro because I think we have some... Uh, Pretty devastating news to share, Shalin. I do. Well, I've been away from the podcast for a while because life itself has just been life and throwing things at me. Um, but not too long ago, I had to say goodbye to my cat, Taco. And it, it was super sad. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, she just like suddenly started to not eat or drink and like went to the emergency vet and they're like oh she has some fluid in her abdomen um like can you bring her back <laughs> i don't know if you heard my other cat meow just now um they're like can you bring her back for an ultrasound tomorrow because this was on the weekend and they're like yeah come back for an ultrasound tomorrow then we'll better know and we're like okay um so they gave her some like appetite stimulant for for the day but then like that evening we went back to the vet because she started um, just like having really, really raspy meows at us. And I don't know, she was acting disoriented and everything. So we went back. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, like compared to this morning, um, her blood pressure has dropped a lot. Like there's more fluid in the abdomen. Like we would want to keep her overnight. This would be the cost. Um, we're like, okay, but what even is the prognosis? And it just wasn't realistic or good so we had to make the really tough decision to have her euthanized um, but they were they were kind because they gave us like all the time we needed to both make that decision but then also say goodbye so uh yeah it was just a, a like a, a cap on a lot of life events but uh, put, puts, puts things into perspective it, it makes you you know appreciate the other things i i still have my other cat and she's like extra affectionate understandably so and mm. yeah did the did the two cats get along well um they they did and they didn't uh like we would talk about um cuz they're they're both like 13 they're not old but definitely kind of getting there i think the average lifespan of cats is around like in, in their teens you sometimes hear about cats like making it up to 20 or so but uh we would like talk about like oh if, you know between taco and evie um if if we had to choose how they might go like what would it be and 
We think that Taka would have been more devastated if Evie passed first. So I, I mean, hmm. this, is, this is so. Out. This is slightly yeah. less cruel. Yeah. yeah. Well, rest in peace. I'm sure rest she had a good peace, life Taco. with a loving cat. I like to think so. <laughs> Up there with all the other tacos in the sky. Yeah. Damn. Well. But anyways. Um, now. <laughs> After we have that sorted, let's talk about uh, video games to distract us from the yeah uh, burning the pain feelings. that the mortality of our loved ones inflicts on us. Dark, dark. Yes, I think that's. I think that was fitting. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, to lighten up the mood, we will talk about our trash pups that made us mad. Uh, Sam, how was your weekend Dota? <laughs> and how did it make you feel? My, my weekend Dota was dramatic. Dramatic. Nothing else. Isn't that, sorry, isn't that every week in Dota for you? Dramatic or traumatic? No, dramatic. You're a dramatic <laughs> player. So I feel I like, like every most... week might be traumatic, but usually weeks are like quieter. Whereas this week, I feel like every game I played was obscenely long. Just mm. like, like I think the average game length was 50 plus minutes this week. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of losses, a lot of really tight losses, um, wins that were easy or easier than expected, where still maybe I was feeding a little bit. Um, I guess it, if we're going to talk about this in chronological order, um, there were Theme Thursdays this week. Um, nice. Yeah, Charlie, Charlene, you didn't play in either of them, right? Um, I played in sure. I played in like the in third one? one. Yeah, it was like oh, the one the at the very tail end. Yeah, the late okay, night okay. Theme Thursday. Yeah, so the, 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 the first two were really fun. Um... I was on Jim's team both times, and the first game we ran um, Mars 1, Templar Assassin 2, and I had an awful lane against Praetor, um, who was playing Phoenix. He, like, absolutely crushed me, and, like, solo killed me, like, twice, basically. Damn. Um, yeah, it was, it was really brutal. But then I just farmed, like, insanely hard. Like, like... I became by far the most uh, farmed hero in the in the game. Like by fifteen k, at the end of it, um, and I was basically solo pressuring objectives while like my team took like big fights, and I would just show up with like a swift blink at the end of the game. Um, swift the, blink feels like the I have too much money item right now. <laughs> yeah, it just gives you everything you want as like a carry yeah. rolling out of control. Um, <laughs> And, and in this game, like, okay, the sweatiest moment of this Theme Thursday, not that I, like, Theme Thursday are usually that sweaty, but in, this was a relatively uh, good, like, I don't want to say good, but, like, balanced stack that was, like, 3k plus MMR, so I didn't feel that bad. Um, I bought Ags at one point, and I, I died pushing their high ground, and, like, took one Rax, and then, you know, we lost a fight or something, and they came to push our high ground and potentially end. But it was 50 plus minutes. I'm TA. I have ags. So I just bought back as they came across the river to our side of the map and teleported into their mm -hmm. 
space and started ratting. <laughs> and so they had to TP like half of their heroes back, which meant that they couldn't push high ground like at all. Nice. Calculated. <laughs> and, then, and then they try to go on me and commit like three ulties, including like a ravage. And I just am able to TP out <laughs> before mm. it hits <laughs> with the like one and a half second TP on the eggs. So that was fun. Did you win um, the game in the end? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. We we crushed. I got like an ultra kill at one point. It wow. was it was very fun. Sam carry. Um, Sam mid carry. Might keep this in mind for W. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Nah, Secret um, Second game was also interesting. I played Tusk carry. Um, oh, that was that's a so bit fun, less man. Fun. I love the twenty five talent where you get the random chance oh, to yeah. use your ulti. Oh, that shit's so nice. Honestly, I think the real benefit of Tusk Carry is there's this, like a like a from like the twelve to twenty five minute mark. Yeah, that's I definitely where you one saw. hit, one hit kill. Uh, their the opposing Coddle played by Greg. Every time I went on him, <laughs> I just one shot him. <laughs> so <laughs> that was fun. I think I killed him like six or seven times, or like yeah. yeah, five times, all in that in that time period where I just. Yeah. I definitely him. agree. Um, like, you can go, like, AC Moonshot and go late on Tusk Carry with the 25 talent, mm. but you're definitely strongest when you have uh, Desolate or Shadowblade and just one-shot people. Yeah, One Punch Man is, like, still my favorite build, I think, uh, in Dota. One Punch games. Walrus. Yeah, One Punch Walrus is, is very good. And then the only other game of note um, that I, ha I guess I have to talk about is uh, a very back-and-forth... Well, let me... Not very back and forth until the end. Um, 45 minute game. I played a Slark where I was playing carry, but we swapped lanes to avoid an axe into Slark lane and we ran Batrider against it instead. Um, I was playing with Ursi, Chilled Wind, Pepe. Um, we had a random. And I think that we our like lane swap was like kind of mediocre it didn't feel that great but it was okay and like i i eventually survived the laning stage after a couple of like misplays um but ursi had a bad time mid and they rotated on him a couple times and he just kind of got tilted um and then i spent the entire game like doing the craziest creep cuts like i was it was like 15 minutes into the game and i was at their tier threes like hitting every creep wave like in like in their like tier three to tier twos mm. on their side of the map you know what i mean like i was playing like a madman i was trying to like bring attention to myself and delay their pushes um and eventually they just took like really bad throwy fights and we come back in the game we win a fight i have like 41 essence shift stacks with the 25 talent i went through backdoor on a t2 bottom basically by myself um and then go high ground. Um, and as we are winning, winning the game, winning fight, um, it's like just me and Ursi, I think, alive at this point. Um, we like finish off their like last hero. Like they had one hero left, a dazzle. Um, and we could go for a throne like pretty solidly with the essence shift we had stacked up. But <laughs> all of a sudden, Pepe goes, Oh wait, our base. And there's about forty creeps on our ancient <laughs> oh, that no. nobody has noticed in the last oh, two no, minutes. No, no. And like two hundred HP, I try to TP back, dazzle cancels with the shard, no, and no. I just have to sit and watch as the throne falls. And I 
almost lost it i like ended stream immediately it was, <laughs> it was bad i i was i was streaming oh boy, yeah. and it was oh yeah it, it was not it was good not a content at least experience it was good content i watched it back and uh, honestly it was good content if just for like the disappointment in my face <laughs> as i realized that like all of my all like i have been resisting the let's abandon this match let's gg out right now let's stop playing the game for 30 plus minutes i've just been resisting and ignoring that and i finally like cracked the game open even if it's through like opposing throws i don't really care like i'm trying to learn this hero and learn like my boundaries and limits and stuff and how to come back in games so mm. i don't know I, I i felt very focused on this game and focused on the team fights and and like if you watch back the vod i'm playing these fights at like 100 hp oftentimes so i didn't really have time to go check where how my agent's doing yeah um but it just felt frustrating well uh sounds dramatic yeah it yeah, was dramatic definitely dramatic a little bit traumatic little bit traumatic <laughs> just, bit. A, just a teeny <laughs> bit but yeah there was there was a lot of uh dota therapy going on in, in <laughs> ggs and in dm yeah this, I, this past like week as a result of some dota games i read that i was like out partying and then on the train home i just read like you ursi and zach writing essays about like getting <laughs> tilted in the last game <laughs> and it happened earlier this week too in like different ways and we we got into like a little scuffle and yeah well that's the hardships you have to go through if you want to be a strong and mentally resilient team. That's true. Or improve at this game that is yeah. so mentally taxing. Man, I remember. <laughs> was that this week when I uh, like farmed two creeps on your ancient stack and then you got smoke ganked? Do we even want to talk about that? Well, I mean, I don't I don't really want to relitigate it because I, I mean, right. we can talk about no, it I, if you want to talk about it, wanna, but it, it could wanna. be like a five or ten minute thing. No, no, no. I don't, I don't want to relitigate it. I think I think okay. we should just uh, let that Move one on. rest, uh, shall yeah. we? How about <laughs> you, you distract us from our pain? Okay. On behalf of listeners, I'm all curious now, but I guess I'll just. All right. I'll, I'll <laughs> give you the. I'll give you the. Okay. Short yeah. Give version. us the. Oh my! Now we need both sides. I can already tell. Actually, true, no. If I give the short version, Sam's gonna disagree <laughs> with me. All right. I'll try to be as diplomatic here as possible. So. Okay. I made a mistake. I will say this up front. Uh, I was playing a uh, mid, Monkey King. I think. Mm -hmm. Because I bought the Monkey King Arcana. Why? I will get you into know you played later. Safe lane, but yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. I played Safe Lane Monkey and I lost my lane, I think. Uh, and I was yep. just kind of like cruising that game, not really trying that hard, which is, I think, a bit toxic behavior that I do sometimes. Uh, and then uh, Sam was playing a Gyro mid and he was like, our only win condition, hard farming. Uh, and then I like I smelled uh, a, like uh, a creep on the triangle and like hit it once and then Sam was like oh don't farm this uh, and then I left but he also left uh, and then he got smoke ganked and it became a whole uh, a whole discussion. <laughs> yeah, ba basically, basically, like in, to get more detailed, like I come up into my triangle finishing a farming pattern as like the minute is about to hit and the ancients about to reset. And I've been doing this farming pattern for a few minutes now. And I see this Monkey King that is, like, very obviously losing the game. Doesn't have farming items. is trying to pick fights. And should be active and, like, kind of mobile on the map, right? Because I'm a I gyrocopter. Mean, I can't cut waves, fair, et cetera. To be fair, I was trying to and, be active. And my four teammates and it was were struggling. telling me That's to, right. That's right. to farm instead of you, be active. You should farm. You should farm in those situations. But you need to farm semi-more aggressively. Or at least, like, 
in a more aggressive direction. So specifically, we're in the dire side. So he's standing at the dire trying at the dire ancients as it's about to spawn. So I'm like, okay, fine. I guess I'll give my suffering monkey king a little bit of farm, even though this pisses me off a little bit because this is the farm I'm supposed to take. Um, but I'll go take the relatively unsafe mid farm. I start walking towards it. I don't even get off of the. Tr- I like maybe start down the steps from the triangle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And five enemy heroes pop out of smoke right in front of me, and I die in less than a second. And so all I all that I'm thinking in my head in that moment is, imagine there is a monkey king in the trees that breaks the smoke. Pure rage. And you literally never die, and we all get away there, and that whole like smoke gank doesn't work. And it's all about like which enemy heroes are taking the aggressive, like semi dangerous farm, and the, the ways that they can move there. Because yeah. they have like this hoodwink combo that just kind of destroys me until I have a BKB that I can't really go second item and still be a win condition for this game. Um, yeah, that was basically my thought process. But I did blow up on Arian and he got did. a little too angry. Well, I think uh, not, I, I'm not taking sides here, but I think um, you know keeping it just on like, oh, okay, well we can learn that yeah. <laughs> monkey, you know, being more mobile, protecting our yeah, it's Our what we have to. Yeah, it's what we, I mean, I was. It's what you I, learn as a team. I admit, right? It was a mistake, but Sam, he was he was pretty yeah. toxic about it. Uh, all right, sorry. Let's 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 continue. <laughs> shall we? How was your weekend, Dota? My weekend, uh, I mean, I haven't been playing very much Dota in general. Um, mm. Let's see. I, I did play the Theme Thursday Late Night Edition. I played on the Dire. I, I actually ended up being with my Bay, which almost never happens when we play Theme Thursdays together. Okay, you're both too so, good. too powerful. Well, it's all because Squid was in the stack. So (laughs) Squid ended up being on the opposite side. Um, And then I can't remember what their team was, but ours was uh, ate their carrots. So like heroes with good night vision. And ate their carrots? How's good night vision related to eating carrots? Um, something about vitamin A helping your eyesight. It's actually, you know, it's oh, actually yeah, sense, a um, World War II propaganda. Yeah, it's kind of it's a government it's a that's actually not thing, really that but... true. Yeah, it's it's all about rationing meat and during the war, and also trying to promote like this culture of looking for like both enemy spies amongst you and uh, skies in the plane during Blitzkrieg, uh, whatever. Side note. <laughs> yeah, um, no fake news here. But anyways, yeah. uh, so we, they and I ended up drafting, uh, or not drafting, but he went Spearbreaker and I went Luna because all I wanted to do was get my Ags and put it on a charging Spearbreaker. <laughs> like that was my <laughs> only goal. And we only were able to do it once because the game ended at 40 minutes and I got my Ags at 39 minutes. <laughs> as a as a jungle support luna but um yeah and uh, radiant took off um shout out to uh jim on his midnight stalker went 16 523 had a jim are you sure that was jim and not like he gave the pc to his daughter that was jim (laughs) (laughs) um our our mid star creator. Oh, a different. Yep, gym. our gym. What's our gym? Yep, our gym. Damn, our gym. Dude, why why you gotta be so surprised? Praetor <laughs> <laughs> um, had a had a tough time, but then he eventually went rapier and <laughs> fed it away to Jim. So at the final screen, Jim mm. has a, a rapier in his inventory. 
Um, Pepe went 14 and 0 on Lifestealer. Oh my God. And then uh, we were up against Squid on Alchemist, and we were like, oh, yeah, Squid is just going to feed everyone agonims. Not a single eggs, I don't think. He just. As what role? uh, As a jungler, so like four slash five? (laughs) He had two junglers in in a game in 2021. (laughs) Who would have thought? That only happens on Theme Thursdays, to be fair. That's true. That is the magic of Team Thursdays. So I would say that it was more like traumatizing Thursday for us. <laughs> but no, it was, it was good to um, play with peeps again. And it's it's always nice kind of being in a, in a safe space and losing yeah. terribly. <laughs> having, having Jim with his 16 and 5 running at you with Nice Talker. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so, cool. I mean, my week has been good. It, it's been fine. Nice. What about you, Arian? Uh, well, the first thing I want to talk about, it's not actually Dota related. It's uh, Steam related. I mean, actually, it is Dota related, what am I talking about? But it's um, I've made some uh, pretty decent profit uh, recently. So, mm. you know I bought TI tickets, right? Which got refunded. Um, yeah. But uh, even though people refunded their tickets, if you bought a ticket, you still got Crimson Witness items uh, from this TI. Which so, rip. Rip Juvu, I was talking to him and he couldn't get his because yeah, you bought it for him and exactly. there's only one email. I bought the tickets it's for so him sad. because uh, he had like credit card issues. Uh, so sad. Yeah, sad. Well, uh, for people who don't know what Crimson Witness items are, they're special drops that are very rare. I think there's 500 per first blood at TI given out to people who bought tickets and witnessed the first blood. And you can sell them for a ton of money on the community market. Uh, I dropped five. Crimson Witness items in total at this TI, and I made 616 euros. Bank. Uh, Steam money. Yeah. So which... you made back like your entire ticket price, your TI ticket yeah, price. Yeah, well, that's getting refunded anyway. I lost 250 on flights, so, mm. you know, I kind of have to factor that in, but I still made like decent profit, which, you know, I can't cash this out, obviously, but. But yeah, it's only for Steam. <laughs> yeah, it's still nice because, you know, it's gonna. Uh, add up like i'm not gonna have to spend money on like steam games or battle passes or anything like that for probably like the next five years or anything i already mm-hmm. i already spent about 150 of it i bought a game that's coming out next year that i really wanted and i bought the immortal like blades for morphling that make the the adapter strike look cooler and i bought the mm. monkey king arcana but besides that i already kind of have most of the cosmetics that I want, or at least the other cosmetics that are I would like, are like too expensive for me to really want them because I don't right. waste that money that much. Uh, so yeah, feels I good. Think the next, I think the next battle pass that comes out, you're gonna there's gonna be like a Pugna Arcana, and you're gonna like blow like 600 levels worth of cash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on it. I'm. It's definitely tempting, right? But I will do my best to like stretch this as long as possible and be responsible with it. Because it is a ton of money in my Steam bank account right now. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, also, Congrats. like, uh, I, I think, like, in terms of Crimson Witness, you can kind of think of these items in terms of, like, Valve subsidizing people going to TI at the cost of people not going to TI. Which I think was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I I also want to talk about games that I played this week. Uh, I want to mention two games. Uh, 
one Monkey King game, because, you know, I bought the Kana, obviously got to play Monkey King every game now. Yeah. I lost uh, lane mid as Monkey King against uh, Ember Spirit. This was with Ursi, and I think you were in this game as well, Sam, right? Was he a gyrocopter? Yeah. I was playing Bad no, Rider. It was a different game. <laughs> um, okay. So, like, I was going to do Rider, okay. Monkey King safe lane. But I was like, yo, uh, let me mid against this Ember and I'm just going to crush him. And turns out he crushed me really, really badly. I died like, I died one time, which because that's not a matchup where you should die. I got kind of tilted and I died a second time because I got cocky. Because it's, uh, I don't want to like talk down to my lane opponent, right? But sometimes uh, you're your own worst enemy. I felt like I didn't lose that lane because of the ember doing anything like particularly well bless you uh oh, i, I, I muted that so that's a oh well shelling sneezed you. everybody just so you're aware. <laughs> that's a, a secret bless you a secret bless you yeah uh so yeah i felt like i didn't lose the lane to him like doing something well i lost the lane to me fucking up really 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 badly twice in a row um and then i got carried by uh sam for batrider and ursinity arc one uh, I sucked it up and bought a BKB, which I hate that I, like, I like playing Monkey King, right? But I hate that on Monkey King, the, like, build that you want to go in 99% of games is uh, Face Boots Echo Saber BKB. That's just so boring to me that this is, like, the standard build for Monkey King right now. Uh, but, yeah, in that game, I really had to do it because I definitely would have lost otherwise. Uh, but, yeah, I've uh, been playing a decent amount of Monkey King otherwise, uh, okay success i think uh the the new talents that he has as 15 and 20 are pretty fun even though they're probably not the better ones to take but i take them anyway because they're more fun so monkey king i'm not sure when they added this but at level 15 he gets 130 jingo mastery damage which this talent has been in the game for a long time uh, but now at level 20 you also get plus two Jingu charges, which uh, synergizes obviously very well with the 15 talent. Uh, so you get six hits of Jingu if you get it off at level 20, which is pretty nuts in my opinion. That's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of damage. That means that technically hitting heroes more than, like more than 50% of your hits will have 130 or not even 130, like what, uh, 260 bonus damage. That's like an insane amount of damage, especially if you're doing like safe lane monkey and want to do a lot of damage. Uh, the other game I want to talk about, I played just because of before this podcast. Um, it felt really good playing, but then in the end, it felt really terrible. I played Ember Spirit against uh, Void Spirit mid, which is a great matchup for Ember Spirit in my opinion. I like dominated this kid. At the end of the game, I had 40 kills. And I still couldn't 40? win. What? Four yes. zero? Four zero kills. Pog. Imagine getting 40 kills and, and still not losing. being able to win the game. That's that feels incredible. really bad. Yeah, it well, felt how many, really bad. How many deaths did you have? Uh, seven, but up until the like last five minutes, I had like three. Okay. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was playing in a five stack and no offense to my five stack, but there were like three disastrous team fights that they took without me where i like told them please don't take this fight please don't take this fight like i could like see like based on the map movements like 15 seconds before that the fight's gonna break out i was like please don't take it please don't take it and then my team would take the fight and be like oh yeah my bad Arian. you're right we shouldn't have taken this fight but 
Like, uh, the damage is already done, right? Like, cool. Uh, now, like, I still have to play this game, live in the reality where my team took this fight that they really shouldn't have taken. Um, yeah, and that kind of just happened three times. Uh, and we lost because, you know, even though I can get 40 kills, it's still a team game, right? I can't literally win the game by myself. Uh, yeah, so that was a bit, you know, sad, but I still... I still enjoyed that game a bit. Uh, the enemy team, they started a pause war pretty early. On my first death, they paused, which I think was pretty toxic. Uh, and then we started, like, pausing when killing that. We participated. We kind of got sucked into it. Uh, don't do that no, at home, kids. No, you're supposed to take the high road. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel good about pausing in that game. They were pretty toxic. Yeah, cool. Um... That's, I think, it for my daughter feelings. Uh, we could just move on to the news if you want. Yeah, sounds cool. good. Right, let's do that. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. Getting into the news, uh, we were thinking about covering like roster changes already, but most of them are still unconfirmed, and there's probably going to be a lot more roster changes uh, this week as well. So. I think it's better to just let this simmer for one more week and then dive deep into all the roster changes next week. Yeah, and we'll be and we'll be able to unveil some uh, WLDL rosters potentially too. Mm. Um, as registration has opened at this point. True. Yes. There are already three teams signed up. Yes. We um, now have our we're waiting on more completed roster. Uh, unnamed yeah, still. That's true. We have to we have to submit it today. Yeah, yeah, we should. Uh, oh, today. Oh, I don't know. We need a banger name. Oh, yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll, we'll work on the name and then we'll come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe. I think that's honestly why half the teams are not signed true. up yet. Is that they're like trying to come up with all the, I mean, if we, the assets and whatnot. If we find a really great name today, I'm down to sign up today. But we have to see. Yeah. Do you want to unveil the roster or? Uh, should we? All right, I guess we'll do it. All right. So the roster that uh, I will be captaining, I will have the honor of captaining, obviously, uh, this year will be. Me as position 1 slash 2, uh, with Ursi, Arsinity, playing 1 slash 2. Uh, Zach playing the offlane position. Sam, uh, 4 slash 5. And Toto, a previous WLDL winner, uh, playing Toto. on a team. Uh, wow. Yeah, and she's going to flex support with Sam. Yep, that's Hi. the roster. Watch out, kids. Hi. We're going to beat you. We're coming for you, Squid. Let's go. Whoa, whoa, relax, dude. I wanna, I wanna make him mad. He's gonna like embarrass us. That's true. He's <laughs> he's gonna beat me with like Oracle carry. You and... guys assume you'll be in the same bracket as Squid. <laughs> I mean, Jack. perhaps. Well, I think we'll be at the bottom of that bracket. It'll be an underdog yeah, story. Yeah, I mm. spirit. I already know what's gonna happen. We're like barely gonna miss the like being at a ghost position in the middle bracket, but we're gonna be like the lowest team in the <laughs> in the top bracket. And that's what. That's why we need to step up Arian for the season. Oh, okay. My bad. Literally just play better. It's that easy. Um, Literally play better. Yeah, I mean, or let, we're already... or let us draft or something. No, I'm dark. <laughs> don't don't give Arian last pick every game. <laughs> <laughs> That's my 2021 campaign. I'm already I'm already looking forward to uh, gaslight you guys. And every time that I play mid, I'm gonna be like, oh, mid obviously needs last pick. But then when I play I'm carry, I'm stream all of our games so people can see. <laughs> But when I play carry, right, I'm gonna just steal your argument and be like, oh, actually, statistically, if carry gets last pick, we have a higher chance uh, 
of winning. So you guys should give me last week on carry. I'm really looking. You know that's to that. true too. Like I know. I know you read that. Study. I know, but I selectively, uh, you know, believe whatever fits me in that situation. Okay. I, I'm glad we're glad we're already talking about this. But for anybody who's been living under a literal rock for the past few days, uh, we like Dota League 2021 signups have been open for a couple of days now. They will be open until the 31st of October. Uh, you may register. Oh, it's the. Are you sure it's the 31st? I thought it was 30th. Oh, maybe it's the 30th. No, it's 31st. It's 31st, oh, it's 31st. at like 8 p.m. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, Whoops. Halloween included. People may register as a free agent or as a team. And yeah, it's going to be a great time. What is the CCC edition? I didn't oh, understand. That's that. is it? me and Charlene. We came up with this together. It's the oh, yeah. acronym for the three divisions. Maybe you want to tell them what it is, Charlene. Oh, sure. Okay, so this year, um, for anybody who's been in our leagues in years past, uh, we here at We Like Dota are, you know, welcome to players of all MMRs, but it makes leagues a little bit tough because yeah. we got, you know, such a widespread. So we're trying something different this year where we're just from the get-go, from sign-up, we're automatically dividing the teams into different divisions and ccc comes from the names of those divisions so we got the casuals uh we got the contenders and then we have the competitors so that's that's where that comes from and our hope is that this will lead to less of a traumatic more fun league just like having brackets from the get-go so that you're not up against um, either teams that are stomps for you or that you get stomped in. Mm. Um, but least... what it means oh, is that if we can have a lot of teams, <laughs> that'll be better so that we actually flesh out these brackets. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, much. we're going to have a number of teams around like certain MMR peaks. Yeah. Like, within each bracket. Mm-hmm, so that way mm-hmm. there's a lot of really good games. Yeah. yeah. True. Well, uh, that's WLDL. Uh, sign up if you haven't had to. It's going to be legendary. Please do. The best be WLDL ever, I might say. Yeah, I have a lot of content planned. Yeah, you we... do. <laughs> we have no prize for you, but please sign up. It'll be great. I mean, people are hyped enough as it is. They don't need a prize. They know what's what's really at stake here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next topic. Oh, boy. I don't even know how to approach this. Uh... Um... So, following TI-10, yes. <laughs> there, my understanding from the Reddit is that there has been some criticism of female talent. Yes, specifically Frankie and Sumichu, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And a, b- a bit towards Moxie, but not that much, because you know, she's a bit more established these days in tier 1 talent work. Um, yeah. Shout out Moxie. Yeah, shout out to Moxie, by the way. She uh, repped us on Twitter. Can we can we read out the tweet here? Oh yeah. Um, uh, let me look. Yeah, I have it. It's a uh, agreed. I'm a fan of We Like Dodo. Definitely check them out, guys. Yes. To a tweet, I I t- responded to a tweet um, that where she was like, acknowledging different communities that are kind of uh, friendly <laughs> towards new players, positive. Um, because I think a lot of people don't know where to go mm. in Dota. So I mentioned yeah. our Team Thursdays and the podcast. Yeah. I just want to reiterate, if sponsors. anybody didn't get that, that's TI Main Stage Caster uh, wrapping our podcast. Thank you. True. <laughs> true. 
uh, and then came into the Discord. So it's such an awkward time to be bringing this up because we're going to be talking about her, and now it's like, oh yeah, we're biased because she supports us. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I am biased. I, I will... We're biased previously. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm biased. Right, I, I, to be honest, I'm biased against Reddit shitheads. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> I'm down to, to say that this, to all the shitlords who like have uh, because I know a fair amount about like tournament production stuff because of work, right? Uh, I've sometimes been able to you know get a peek behind the scenes and talk uh to people like doing these events working these events and stuff and i can assure every shitlord typing in reddit you don't know what the fuck you're talking about when like criticizing uh on stage talent uh sometimes the the amount of information i sell that talent are given to work with is incredibly low and it's a super hard job. And a lot of the times, you just have to improvise something out of nothing. And Especially with limited on-site staff and limited content creation because of COVID-19 and Romania exactly. and the events around TI-10. And like, there's a million things we can point to and say, hey, here are some like really good reasons why this p- production might not be perfect and to your suited needs sitting at home watching ti you know yeah and right. then but also mm-hmm. i think more importantly we should just say like to a degree fuck off this is yeah like somebody we else's job and like life and it doesn't they don't, they don't have to be perfect because we don't need to demand this is out of them. also insanely arrogant the like standpoint that a lot of these people leveling these criticisms have because that's like mostly like I mean, these people think they're, like, 8K players in their head, but they're probably just, like, 3K players who, like, know most of the terminology. And they want the TI production to just literally cater to their specific niche, niche, ignoring that there's a lot of people new to Dota watching the event who might enjoy having someone on the panel who isn't very much into the game or stuff like that. And it's just super arrogant to assume that... You know, this production specifically needs to cater to me. And if it doesn't uh, cater to my specific niche and how I enjoy the game, it's wrong and bad. And then there's also obviously people, you know, uh, trying to inject their own sexist uh, preconceptions in there. Right. Um, So to pull things back a little bit like for people who may not know what's going on like what i did actual happen <laughs> yeah happenstance the, the intro i gave was literally just from me looking at our show notes before recording and be like so what's going on um yeah yeah can one of you maybe give a little bit more of a, like a a chronology or timeline of like what's actually going on ba- basically um there were some threads on reddit that criticized some talent um moxie wrote i think a twit longer that was like particularly long um Mm -hmm. in response to that and then i think everybody either read it through there or it was reposted to reddit and discussed there a lot of streamers talked about it i know i saw gork reacting to some of it yeah even like some of the commentary around it honestly i think that's some of the most annoying thing is that it's obvious that a lot of the men in the scene just don't even won't even give enough time to like consider the perspective of female talent and like actually go read their words and like what they have to say and think about this issue yeah Um, i even saw like the commissioner of the fucking like european league of legends uh league like the main one like talking about this it's made it's been making waves throughout like a lot of esports spaces yeah which is definitely resonates definitely a terrible a terrible look because a lot of the people complaining here are also like oh valve's not doing enough 
uh, to like save our game and our game's dying, which I don't think is true. But if that's your perspective, then maybe you shouldn't be a, a toxic and sexist ass. So, you know, people, this reflects poorly on our own community. Yeah, maybe you actually want women to continue to like play the game and thrive in the scene in some capacity. And it's like already so, it's like such a poor situation in so many ways right when we talk about the player base the number of pro players or prospective pro players who are women mm -hmm. um and then for there to be so much criticism and fear over this kind of thing and then like like backlash to backlash that's like oh well gender just doesn't matter and it's like we can criticize no matter what but yeah don't look into how i criticize or the patterns of our criticism or okay. And like, how we compare it that's actually a good so i don't point. want this to Sorry. i don't want this to that's be basically read a as, timeline okay i don't want this to be read as like me supporting reddit but at the same time that last thing you just said to some degree i that's my read on this situation and granted i haven't been following this or like reading things yeah. in depth or anything but it seems to me like it's just displaced um criticism like it seems like the criticism is actually on uh the host not being informed but the host happened to be a woman so it's like oh this woman was uninformed and i think it got read as oh so you're anti-female talent mm, no and i mean that's is, is that wrong i'm sure there were people like just criticizing uh, the female talent based on like just strictly their work but there were also a lot of people saying shit like i mean it's sad that this still happens in 21 but there were a lot of people saying like oh like you know uh she's just pretending she's just here because there's a woman and there would have been a more qualified male who could have been invited, but because they wanted more women I at see. the event. Uh, and that's like a very common sentiment still. Uh, mm. Yeah, I think that's part of it is like the idea that like any mistake that a woman makes, especially on stage at TI, is like pointed out as like a potential reason for her to not be qualified potentially yeah. right or like less qualified than the men surrounding her even if or like compared to her even if they also have limited dota experience and or knowledge or they screw up right because everybody screws up on stage and i think that their <clears throat> hosts like machine day nine who didn't really have the greatest background in the game and kind of like asked very simplistic questions or like yeah. didn't necessarily know the name of every person that came across right like i think that the yeah. that the criticisms levied are just not fair or in good uh in good faith oftentimes yeah right? true is like my, my concern it's like it's a it's a self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> because they're they're upset that there aren't like quote-unquote qualified female talent but it's because the community is not like inviting or welcoming to it so of course you're not gonna be able to select for that and it's it's just a really complicated issue i think yeah yeah absolutely. and yeah. i mean obviously you know uh people are free to like respond to criticism uh as mm -hmm. you know as they please but i think uh, making stuff like you know a tweet longer uh, it lends honestly it lends too much legitimacy uh, and it makes people think that that criticism was maybe created in good faith and that's why you know Moxie is making a tweet longer to respond to this because as I said you know people have no fucking idea how much goes into tournament production especially at TI and if they knew their head would explode and they would never like talk like that again in their life 
Yeah, I just think that there's sure. there's no reason for. I think there are some talent members who have like come out and apologized for like how they might have responded to some of these like criticisms or whatever. And honestly, I think that there's no reason to apologize. And I think that like all of the, like none of the talent in my eyes were like particularly bad or like screwed up at TI. Like I think that it's very hard to pin down any problems that I had with talent at TI in general, even people that like I would say that I'm not particularly big fans of or like don't have a lot of experience with. Um, it was a great it was a great event, honestly, for what it was um, and the conditions it had. Yeah, and I mean, like, granted, like, not every joke made by, like, Frankie on the panel, like, landed or stuff, but, yeah, like, who sure. gives a shit? She has Slack's energy. Like, How many jokes has Slack's made that, like, entire yeah, stadiums just... were silent to? Exactly. And who gives a shit? Like, this is not going to be relevant for you in, like, two days, and you're sitting here typing essays on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well... Uh, delete Reddit. I think that's my delete Reddit. Be better. <laughs> be better. Yeah, just be like, better. Like, this... think about the fact that you're actually talking to another human. I think just anything online, right? It, it, it also goes through that lens of it's easy to type on your keyboard and you forget what actually goes into everything or how this might be perceived and how tone gets lost or can be inferred and 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 and, and. like, there's just so much. But just, just you know. Just be better. Yeah, be, better. <laughs> be, be yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm right. I'm sure this is prejudice, but like, please just talk to somebody of the opposite gender. Like, reading some of these comments, there's no way these people aren't just sitting in their basements. I don't know. Or of any other gender. Yeah. Gender, you know, honestly, just talk to somebody. God. <sighs> well. Does your life pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that. Any more, any more takes on this, or we're gonna move on? Uh, no, we can move on. So. All right, so let's maybe move on to Noobsas Noobsnet. Yeah, sounds, sounds good. good. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. All right, getting into the noobs ask noobs questions. First one by Porktrop. I want to try playing some aura support heroes. Ideally range, not melee. Buying auras like Greaves, Drums, Vlads. Who would you suggest? Hmm. Oh, I mean, this is an easy one. Venge is the very first one that comes to mind for me. Because mm. she she has a built-in aura True. already, which uh, just kind of makes it so that she plays around that. But I think she plays well from um, from like the outside of the fight because uh, that's just her style. Yeah. And and like especially if you somehow get enough of enough to build an eggs, um, like that has a lot of potential because even if you die, um, if those who don't know the eggs makes it so that um, you spawn an illusion where you died and you can control that illusion so you'll still get oh actually does she, she can't use her items but i f do auras count Ooh, i don't know i think that she gets some auras but not all like i think she gets the venge aura obviously from her illusion yeah um, i think she gets like if you had like a blads or something i don't think that like something like a shiva's works 
for example. Yeah, I know she can't use her items, but I'm wondering if she has yeah. like a Vlad. I believe. I believe they work because I believe it works like a regular illusion. Right. That would get that. And yeah. I think that That's regular illusions can pass on some. But anyways, like yeah. Minor auras. Venge but, is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, I just stacking auras is good. Like Chen is a, is the one that I think of. Mm, yeah, of course. Aura. <laughs> support a lot of the article yeah. uh, a lot of the auras have like exponential returns as well yeah. chen is tough though because then you have to micro yeah and minorly and honestly you can like <laughs> lean into the the auras have gotten better especially his aura like innately in his hero so i think you can lean away from the micro and still be like sam semi effective at low MMR. do you what think up? there's a world where you can play chen where you like just don't play around creeps at all and just like level aura and slow People ask me this question all the time. I mean, technically, yes, but I don't think that that hero is necessarily like a support at that point, or like a five at least. And at that point, it's also like, what are you doing, mm. really? Like, yeah, you, like unless you're killing people and like just fighting twenty four seven. And at that point, I would kind of rather have the creep. I mean, but I just want to um, say on this question that I know you specifically asked for range heroes, but if you want to dabble in melee supports, your like hero pool that can buy these aura items is like instantly gonna quadruple because a lot of melee supports like buying auras and a lot of the range supports because they tend to be more squishies, they need to buy like a, I don't know glimmers and four stars and stuff like that before. Uh, I would suggest Enchantress yeah. honestly because she's not squishy. At least not to physical damage. Uh, so she can get away with just buying auras more often. Or maybe like I think even a Venal support I think is good with auras. Because you have so much area denial that you don't really get gone on that much in a traditional sense. Yeah, I think Veno Mirana is like a sleeper pick maybe. True, like, you are, a lot of people used to go mech on her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, any hero that can build a mech, Nature's Prophet 5, low-key, builds a lot of these items, like a drum, True. a Vlad's, a mech, any of them. Um, I was going to say Io as well. Yeah, Io's pretty good um, for these items. I think anybody who like likes to heal wouldn't mind it. Um, a little bit more of that going on is good. Maybe like a Warlock type of deal. Mm -hmm. Like team fighters, people that just kind of want to sit behind their team press the drums and say go in you know we're ready used to go like drums on cm because you could like build the wind lace into something and like you could like team fight kind of more effectively and like add something to your team with like when you didn't really want to build a real item on cm true yeah all right that's your answer <laughs> uh next question by neil where would you host the next international i would ideally say berlin but just anywhere in europe so i can go not Europe. Not Europe. Let's uh, yeah, because what it was in it was China for TI nine, mm -hmm. right? So then let's bring it back to NA or SA. NA doesn't deserve cool. that, dude. Maybe. Your region sucks. You don't deserve TI. All right, then let's, <laughs> let's go to South America. Dude. Oh, I would like, be down for that. Like a, yeah, let's do that. Like actually. a Peru or uh, Brazil. I don't know. Brazil is okay. Yeah, I guess that would be fine. Argentina. Argentina would be cool as well. Yeah, it's kind of hard to access, I guess. It's like a little bit further from mm. most of the world. True. What's been the most amenable time zone? That's my question. Because I don't the, think there is the an one in Romania this year kind of sucked for Pacific time. Yeah, it definitely did. Like uh, China is pretty bad for EU, but so is NA. 
Like every time zone except EU is bad for EU. <laughs> yeah, I think the NA is a little bit better for China than EU. Though. It is. Yeah, I think the EU kind of sucks for China. Yeah. Um, and then Russia is like kind of a a wide swath, but is mostly aligned with EU. Yeah, it's um, just like pick your poison here, basically. Like there's always going to be one yeah. or two regions uh, where you know the time zones just suck. Do you think they'll try to make Sweden work again? No, I don't think so. I think they're they're too pissed off with Sweden. I I mean I don't think it's going to be enough. in Europe again. Sadly, I wish, but it's not going to be. It's going to be yeah. NA or SA or even SEA. I could see cool. SEA happening. SEA oh. would be Ooh. the most like the SEA best crowd be ever. Cool. Dude, I would go to like the Philippines for the international or something. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I would try as well. I wanted to go to the Philippines last year, but then COVID happened. Well, all right. All right. Uh, next question: If you could make your own talent voice line, what would it be? <sighs> Ooh. <laughs> What's the A to K catch, uh, catchphrase? Dude. Oh yeah, I would do that. Dude. Yeah, I like that. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I have a catchphrase. Uh, it could be what? my sneeze. <laughs> oh, yeah. that would be cute. I like that. Dude, my sneeze is so okay. I don't know if I've ever like fully gone into this. I I literally do not know how to sneeze through my mouth. I can only sneeze, like it, it sounds like I'm holding it in, but that's the only way I know how to sneeze. You sneeze like I an just, anime character. I physically, <laughs> I physically, it just I, I've been you know this is how I learned it. I'm like in my 30s now. I don't know how to untrain my body or relearn how to sneeze. <laughs> it would break mics. <laughs> but maybe that'll be I don't body. think there's anything wrong with the way you sneeze. It I, Maybe in person it's very different, but it's very loud and it hurts. It sounds like it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, I think that my voice line would not be appropriate for the game. So one instead that I would make, I would, I would gift to the community the the most toxic voice line in order to be a sacrifice on which the the abandoned sword um, is you know it's gonna fall on that. Um, where I'm I'm just gonna be like, all right, I'm abandoning the game. Like that's just gonna be the voice line. And instead of actually abandoning the game or threatening to in comms, like really toxic players are just gonna like spam that mm. <laughs> and i think that that's, that's a decent uh mm. compromise yeah i don't think you can get any more meta than the roche voice line that tsunami did i'm actually surprised <laughs> that made it into the game yeah that's honestly that oh it's so good there's so many good voice lines yeah this is, this i like bought a greatest i bought they've added. i bought three voice lines also with my uh newfound steam of I bought the tsunami Ooh. one. I bought the Anyo, and then the Chinese one that says, "Won't your team get mad at you because you're so bad?" You didn't get the Evil one. Hmm. You didn't get Evil Plus. I thought you got. Yeah, that I mean, I got that, but I got that one a while ago. Like that was like the one I bought when I didn't have one million billion Steam money. Okay, got it. I I went and bought the Nine Pasha. Uh, voice line from the Russian talent. Mm, that one's good. It was, just, it was just really, really good. Yeah, cool. Well, actually, mm, no, I'm I'm staying with my answer. Uh, next question. Bayani. 
Which of the off meta empanadas was the best? What's an empanada? Oh, it's a fried uh, pastry pocket. Oh, so this is a Sam it, question. Usually, um, usually for a for a breakfast or lunch. Yeah, but there's also um, he's asking this question in response here to Jim, to Jim posting it. So I don't think we can answer on Jim's behalf, but maybe if we just look at this list. Well, they the problem is they were closed, so they never didn't actually end up having any of the uh, empanadas. Sad. Um, but of these, Apple I would pie? be most excited to try. I mean, yeah, it's basically like a little. Um, it's like a McDonald's apple pie thing, basically. At that point, it's cute. Um, um, but the chipotle paneer sounds dope. I would try any of any of these. I think my top. Three would be <laughs> so hard. Wait, but you guys were in Philly or in in the uh, Jersey area? We were in Jersey, but this place is closed. I would get the Korean bulgogi, the Chipotle pan. No, that's too similar. No, is it? I want like one Asian, one American, and then I want to get the apple pie. Maybe you could go like jerk chicken and go Caribbean, or cheesesteak. I mean, meatball. Yeah, maybe the the, the cheesesteak and then either the the bulgogi or the coconut chicken. Hmm. Yeah, Arian, what what would you want to try? Mm, I don't want to answer this question. You don't want to answer? Okay. I have a bad uh, experience with this food. You're so wrong. Maybe on another. I podcast. have these literally like several times a week because there is a beautiful uh, panaderia like right next to uh, my work, and yeah, and we're there. We like get our break right when they open, basically. Oh my god, fresh pastelios are like. No, but good for you. I don't like. Uh, next question by Uncle Bourbon. Should I put cheap tube caviar on my tacos? No. 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 Caviar, I've had it once. <laughs> it tasted so bad, man. They're just like salty. I feel like people like... just like pretend it, uh, it tastes good <clears throat> to flex that they're rich. But this one's even worse because it would be cheap tube caviar. Is there even such a thing as cheap caviar? Yeah, like yeah. salmon roe. Ah, okay. Basically. Very popular in uh, Eastern Europe and I think like Northern Europe mm. as well. I don't know, man. Why do people feel like they need to eat fish eggs? It's just a, a bad value proposition. Just let them like be, and then you're going to have much more fish to eat, which are going to taste way better and be a lot more food. Yeah, I don't know. Don't think we have to dwell too long on this question, right? <laughs> no. Okay. I have like a biology answer to your question. All right, tell <laughs> me, Charlene. Well, I think it's because when it comes to fish, um, we already farm fish. Like we already have so much fish. I don't think it's accurate to say like, oh, just let those fish grow up because then you have to think about the resources that go into having to raise those fish. Um, I don't know about the nutritional value of fish eggs, but in general, eggs are a very like... Uh, efficient source of nutrition and protein mm. because 
by by nature of what they are. So I can I can see why you would eat. <laughs> but don't the fish, if they're I mean I'm talking about free living fish, right? <clears throat> they also contribute to the mm-hmm. environment, though. Oh well. Oh yeah. Well, usually but... when I'm pretty sure you have to kill a lot. Well, sometimes you have to kill sturgeon to remove the caviar anyway. Um, so that's a thing. Okay. I'm not, I'm like ninety percent sure, mm. but not hundred percent sure on that one. Okay, sure. Uh, next question by Angel Master. If you were in charge of balance changes post DI, what would you change specifically for those heroes that weren't picked? What do they need to be competitive? We should pull up here, right? Like which heroes weren't picked? Does somebody know this off the top of the head? Or I don't. Coddle wasn't picked, right? right? I don't think he was. Techies wasn't picked as well, right? So maybe we'll just talk about those two. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I mean, I was I I was legitimately surprised that Coddle wasn't picked at all, um, because I think he, like, he's a good hero, but I think the change around of like where to have the spells is maybe it makes it too yeah. niche. And I also think so. Widow Wisp being an Ags upgrade. Now just means that, like, what does the zero offer past the laning stage, except like mana? Like, if mana was scarce, right, Coral would be a much better hero. But like most heroes these days, they're not uh, they're not hurting for mana. They can buy a falcon blade and they will have infinite mana. Mm-hmm. I think uh, apparently Coral was picked. By the way, oh. I found the unpicked. Oh, he was. Yeah, so oh, one of the unpicked okay. So it's 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 Broodmother. Huskar, Lone Druid, Meepo, uh, OD, uh, Spiritbreaker, Techies. Ooh, Huskar. I want to HP for mech. OD really surprised me, actually. Okay. Spiritbreaker surprised me. <laughs> yeah, Spiritbreaker is so good, but I think pro players just have it in their heads that this is like not a pro hero, when in reality, he's, like, I think, made a lot of sense for the tournament because he gives yeah. vision with the charge, which I think is so valuable. It's pretty, with pairings, yeah. like Tinker and stuff. Uh, okay, so what do we want to tackle first? Huskar. I like Huskar. Huskar. I'm a Huskar right. player. Go, Arian. I think you just need to give him better numbers on his ulti, especially uh, in the early levels. Because, like, until... Because, you know, uh, Berserker's blood, right? It scales off your strength, but then also you need to level it up. So it's, like, a actual, like, relevant factor scaling off your strength. So if I'm a level 3 Huskar, right... I won't even level Berserker's Blood these days. I will just go Inner Fire 1 point and 2 point Spears. Because up until you like level 15, it just feels like every point into your passive is wasted. Because even if you put points into it, it's going to scale badly of your strength. Because obviously you're not going to have a lot of strength. Um, and it just makes the hero feel a bit awkward. Because you're supposed to be this like hero that's like weak at level 1. But then gets really strong and tanky at like level 6. Right? Uh but this hero, he's just, like, simply not that strong anymore at the earlier levels. Like, I'll say, like, level 6 to 15. Um, you just don't feel that strong anymore. And then late game, you still just, like, get outscaled by heroes who do physical damage. Especially, like, edgy heroes. I think there's there's something that has to be said about the fact that six of these eight heroes are primarily mid-played I was just going to say, I was, I'm trying to think about Huskar, and, and I'm, like, wondering if it's that he doesn't have 
the lane matchup. It's not that he's necessarily yeah. a bad hero, but like it, against other mids. It's, it's so it's I think a couple of things. I think that the pick order right now and the general draft strategy is just not favorable towards last pick cheese. That's a good point. In this case. Like the like most teams were kind of like willing to early pick uh or like earlier pick their mids at times, A, and B to like have a structured draft in which like the mid is the last pick, like kind of uh designs it so that way you're like more likely to ban out some of these like cheesy heroes. Or the enemy team is like going to acknowledge, think about, and pick heroes mm. that are not going to get blown up by some also piece, right you know, like we have it in our heads that Meepo is a is yeah. a hero these days. Like obviously, know. you know, this is like a silver edge patch, right? So Haska is also going to be bad because mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, you know, just yeah. I think also these heroes are just kind of bad in general. Yeah, I mean, like, Broodmother cheese is, is doesn't win games anymore. Broodmother. There's too many ways to deal with Root Mother. It's not like her concept is weak, but she used to be like broken, right? When 7.330 came out, and then they just like demolished all her numbers. And now it's like the same heroes, but just you know, worse in every way. So doesn't feel very good to play. I guess they're trying to make it like situational, but just more situational heroes. But maybe they'll all receive buffs, um, yeah, in the coming patch. Yeah, that's mm. that's my take. Did we any? Did we forget any heroes? Brood, Meepo. I mean, yeah, Meepo also. No, you know, she's the last pick. Talk about techies. Yeah, I think it, like the cheese pick kind of Brood, Huskar, Meepo. I think fit yeah. fit the bill for those. Lone Druid. Too, um, mid agree. mid lane OD Huskar Zeus. Oh, OD wasn't picked um, as well. OD wasn't picked. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Impressive. I I really can't believe that. Honestly, I feel like it's such a decent like like not a great hero but it does a lot of things i know well. i've been a od hater since forever so i think i'm pretty biased here i just think the hero concept sucks ass it's unfun to play as or play against well well um, what do we think of techies because like techies doesn't really fit any of those things maybe a cheese i think pick but people they play the map uh like there's so much like gold and XP on the map, right? Where you really want either heroes that clear camps fast or that are mobile. Uh, or ideally both, right? And Techies, he's a hero that doesn't really play the map like any other hero because you're very stationary. And in a patch like this where the map offers so many research, uh, resources, the opportunity cost of not having a hero do that is very, very high. Because right now, there's so many resources on the map, right, that even supports can, like, clear the occasional camp or push a wave out that's unsafe and stuff like that. Which, you know, techies can do that, but he can do it more slowly and less efficiently uh, than most other heroes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You want to talk about Marcy? Cool. <laughs> sure. All right, sure. Uh, next All question right. by That Charlie. How heavily will Marcy need to be nerfed on arrival? Mm. Well, let's let's group it because we have that Charlie asking oh, true, yeah. that we have Dora asking about Marcy's hero size, <laughs> and then we have Yanni asking what spells will Marcy have. So let's just kind of generally talk about Marcy. I don't think I think that sorry, go ahead. The hero model size is actually an interesting yeah. <laughs> one where I think that the anime the anime Davion seems like a little bit smaller and kind of like not that impressive in the game and i kind of hope that marcy will not have some like tiny stature impossible to see 
hero that like makes her seem kind of yeah. lame like i want a somewhat impressive like strong body guard hero well that's not her though like a badass like I mean, that's just she, a different she, hero is she not i mean she's like strong but she doesn't have like a big statue i mean she's not she's not huge but i'm saying like i don't want to see her on the same size as like hoodwink. no i think i mean right, canonically like, right and if and you and compare just... her to dk hoodwink is about the size that she should be well i don't know i just think actually that... no hoodwink is a bit small now looking at this in game yeah. a bit bigger than hoodwink I was something say, between like, hoodwink i just want and it DK. to be i just want it to be like visible and n- not look like doo-doo like the davion character does to a degree damn um, in get him yeah something between hoodwink yeah. and davion sounds nice because i like hoodwink she seems bigger because of her tail but like the actual like you know body it's actually tiny yeah. I do think that she might have some like weird anime run going on though. <laughs> like, a, like I think that, that would be kind of funny if she had like a, a very non-traditional like movement style. Like yeah. she she's like running through the woods and doing stuff in the the trailer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what um, spells do we think she'll have? What spells? Well, we'll have an anime move. <laughs> an, I mean, we already saw one of her spells. Like her hands glow golden and she punches harder. Her Marcy punch. Yeah, I think that's going to be think... a spell. Probably like I think that people were talking about evasion, but I feel like it'll be a dash. Actually, dash could be cool. I think she'll get a dash. Everybody just assumes she's going to be a carry, which I think is. I think that she'll be like an an off laner or just a core in general. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think she's going to be a probably position one because in her trailer she's hitting creeps a lot, which seems like a dead giveaway. Mm. Yeah, what was in the anime? She was just like Marana's sidekick, but what what kind of stuff would she do again? Uh, I don't know, fight and be funny. But wouldn't she like set up the arrows or something or do something there? Uh, ooh, I don't remember. I think she she might have been like a little bit of like a like a um caddy like in that way. Caddy? Um, but I think that. Like is that not the proper term for like a, like the guy who carries around like the golf clubs or the person? Oh, who caddy. Golf clubs? caddy. Oh, okay. Now I know. Like like or like a a sire or whatever the technical term is for like a the assistant to a knight. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's like generally what she was doing. Right? I'm just she trying to like rack my brain for what else like, she could like do. Like she <laughs> she does a lot of ha- she does a lot of hand to hand combat. Yes. A lot of like jumping and moving around. Very agile. I expect, like, I mean, obviously I think she's going to be a melee hero. That's mm-hmm. pretty clear. Um, maybe with, like, a ranged attack or spell of some kind. Like, maybe she'll utilize Marana's arrows or in some weird way or something. I don't know. That would be kind of <laughs> Just interesting. Have it I feel literally... like an all-melee hero, it would be kind of weird with, like, having Dawnbreaker... They should the give her like the little, little Mirana arrow, and like if the if a Mirana arrow gets changed in the patch, they have to change Masi arrow as well. It's like literally the same <laughs> ability. <laughs> no, they should have her like throw the arrows so it's like a quarter the range, <laughs> but the same like effect. <laughs> I don't know. Quite sure. uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to her. I'm looking forward to like, ha- I mean, this is not 100% clear, but I, I'm looking forward to having a core. Which, you know, Hoodwink was uh, playable as a core uh, on launch, I guess. Mm. Yeah, cool. Uh, Last question, I think. Mm -hmm. How should one spend 300k dollar plus shards? 
So if your <laughs> name is Sam Trilling, you would uh, chain by uh, whatever seasonal treasure is here right now and hope to get uh, prismatic gems and then wait forever for another Arcana to release <laughs> where you can slot yep, those in. pretty much. That's the Sam approach. Uh, I would uh, spend the shards on hero relics. I think that's currently like probably Same. the most best, like the best investment that you could make because for me, the main draw of Dota Plus is definitely the hero voice lines. Um, and this has been like been going under the radar, even though we covered it on We Like Dota back when that patch hit. Uh, they changed Dota Plus a while ago where getting upgrades on your hero relics actually gives you a ton of progress for like leveling up your Dota Plus heroes. Uh, so mm -hmm. if you want to like, you know, get high levels on a hero like gold or platinum tier and want to get nice voice lines, you should just buy all the relics that are available for that hero. I haven't thought about that. I like really need to go and buy some relics. I have yeah, some, like, I've been IP. pretty good on that. Like just every hero that I start playing a lot, I buy all the relics for. And it's definitely, uh, like it's kind of surprisingly easy to level up your heroes doing it like that because I don't even have to play that many games, but because I have literally every relic for those heroes, uh, they just level up pretty quickly. Nice. Yeah, I think you can also save some in the bank if you like want the next. If they ever release more sets and you are like set li limited or like set light. Mm, true. Yeah. The the like the the premium sets are kind of nice. Yeah, the premiums are nice, but the rest of them are like mediocre, too bad, trash. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's the show. Any plugs before I rattle off all my plugs? Sign up for we like Total League. Yeah. Well. Or was yeah. that your plug? One less plug I have to do now. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, the address for signing up at We Like Dota League is wldleague.us. Yep. No MMR cap. Uh, teams grouped by the... No no sign-up fee MMR, as well. Somebody asked that yesterday. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> no yeah. sign-up fee. No. Free, free <laughs> for fun, positive league only. Yes. Uh, cool. Uh, follow the We Like Dota Twitter at We Like Dota. Uh, go to the We Like Dota Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash we like Dota. Go to our website, we like Dota.com. Follow Sam on Twitter at Sam and Print. Follow me on Twitter at Arian underscore Tahari. Follow Charlene. You can also catch me streaming. Ooh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Charlene. Yeah. I don't what? follow yeah, me. Charlene, I don't, I don't have any yeah, social media. I was media. about to say. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know if she has. I mean, she has a Twitter, but it's a lurking account, so I don't think we want to shout it out. Uh, I've yeah, never idea. opened my Twitter. I might have an account, but I don't use it at all. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you're streaming? So, but, but, oh, yeah. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Strilling7. I've been streaming a little bit more recently, and I'll probably get to continue doing that in the afternoons cool. and on the weekends. Yeah, you can snipe GGS strats. No. True. No. True. <laughs> Quiet. All my carry strats, you know, coming out. Yes, all right. We should, like, all the pocket strats. People. <laughs> just, like, you just, like, start practicing carry on stream, and then in the league, you're just <laughs> back on support. Be like, what? Then practice for this. All right, uh, let's end the show. Thanks. We already had the plan. Right. So, bye bye. See Thanks you next week. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye.